Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Welcome to Spooky Season. It's Spooky Ookie Day, and it's our Spooky Ookie Listeners episode. It's the first day of October! Yes. For a second I was like, mm, no it's not, but We're when this comes out, pretending. yes. It is nearby. It's nearby, and uh, Eva selected some Spooky Ookie stories. I love Spooky Ookie. I don't know where that came about. I don't know if you said it first or I said it first, but I like it. Uh, Allie says it all the time. Yeah, she always goes booky ooky, and so then I started saying it. Well, that'll do it. It's questionable at best, but happy October! Happy. I hope everyone has a great Halloween season. Uh, do you have any plans, Christine, for oh, Halloween? Oh, oh, oh! Do I have any plans? Um, no. Do you? <laughs> I do. So, per usual, every October, I spend every weekend going to a different scary haunted jump scare attraction mm, thing. That is the opposite of my plan. And I have just purchased all of my tickets. I have purchased all of Allison's tickets, so she can't say no. Oh. And um, we're going front of the line, as we usually do, because I refuse to wait, because I'm an impatient person. Yes. Um, other than that, what am I doing? I'm going to go to a pumpkin patch at some point. Don't yeah. know when, where, or how. Maybe I've you'll be there. to do a fall festival. Maybe you'll there. Maybe maybe we'll go on uh, Farmer Bob's tractor. I don't know, because last year we were going to, and then you went without me. So, well, we'll talk about this later. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want to do some fall things. I don't want to do jump scare things. I want to do it all. I also uh, am making apple cider tonight. Mm, that's fun. Love um, a good apple cider. Love a good apsi. Um, also get out of here. Get, I'm going to have a little hot cocoa. Um, mm-hmm. Allison wants to do a 31 days of Halloween. I doubt we're going to do all 31, but there's going to be some variety of watching a Halloween mm-hmm. movie every night. That's always good. Um, RJ has requested the old Disney Channel original movie. Don't look under the bed or monsters under the bed or don't. I'm not sure. I haven't heard of it, but he said it used to scare the poop out of him good. when we were little. So That's looking forward be to it. quite a mess. Um, I, <laughs> um, I don't know. We live in like a neighborhood, so we have a lot of kids that come by on Halloween, which is always really fun. And we guess what costumes are going to be the most popular. And we just uh, sit around and eat candy and have drinks. And What do you think the most popular costume is going to be this year? <sighs> it's always some version of Spider-Man or Princess. 
Sure. It's it's you guys get more creative, man. Come on, dress like Come us. On, kids. Uh what else? I don't remember. I feel like I'm not I feel like I'm not prepared. It's not technically October yet. We have like four days. So I need to really up my game. I've been sick for a couple of days, so Christine isn't totally here today. I'm a little so bit away from here. Her uh somewhere else. Her clone is here. <laughs> her very sick <laughs> self is here. Spooky ookie. Ookie ookie. If you wanna get a real costume going for Halloween, it's gonna scare everyone dressed up like Christine. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna dress up as a pretzel worm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so that's that um we're gonna do spooky things i guess um and now we're gonna read spooky things to you yes if you uh somehow have never listened to uh, a listener's episode before first of all this is the first one you have the opportunity to watch mm-hmm. on youtube yeah, valid point so if you are listening via audio right now you can also find this episode on youtube if you want to watch us read these to you yes if you are a new timer and you're finding us on youtube you can also listen to this on Spotify, and oh, that's why we drink. Wow. Or you could do both. Or you could do both. And for, get us those downloads. <laughs> for those who don't know what the listener stories are, we have people send in their own personal true crime and paranormal stories, and they send them to and that's why we drink at gmail.com, so you can too. And then um, Eva, the angel in our life, she picks... This uh, month, she's the demon. This you, She's yeah. the little witch. She's our little jack-o'-lantern. She's, a little she's our Eva lantern. <laughs> our Eva lantern. Aww. She, uh, she hand selects them for us to read out loud and react in real time with you isn't that great we so have jump on so we haven't read these yet so this is my jump scare of the month this is the only jump scare i'll be doing we're really cracking into halloween as we speak <laughs> so you i'm gonna usually first. go first yeah okay all right so this is from jessica jessica's title is or her subject line the scariest most creepy things to ever happen to me per request Apparently I requested this, which all the subjects seem to say when Christine requested, which has been happening recently, and I don't ever remember requesting these things. When we first started, it, it seemed to just kind of be a a, 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 a hodgepodge. Is that... I thought you were going to say hot mess, but yeah, either way. There used to just be a random assortment of stories, but as time has gone on, Christine has started requesting themes. And I so don't I re- recall this. I think it was me this time, because last episode... We were saying, you keep asking for all these requests. Why don't we just get, like, the scariest fucking things it's to literally, have ever happened Then why do they the all say, as requested by Christine, per mm-hmm. Christine's request? Because I said it, Christine and then I said... requested scary. Because something happened where I mentioned it, and then I said, since it's your thing, you have to put it out there, and then you copied I me. I see. Oh, so this is all your idea. I orchestrated it, but they're listening to the you as the mass. All right, I'll, I'll let you have it this time. <clears throat> so... Anyway, I've already discovered our theme this month is the scariest thing that has happened to these people that listen to Which, our show. That's probably a good Halloween theme, I would say. I think so. Happy Halloween to us. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so Jessica says, hello, all. Hello. As requested, I'm here to tell you about the scariest, most creepy thing that has ever happened to me. Perfect. I'll jump right into it, as you should, Jessica. You've talked about this topic before, and I've been waiting for my opportunity to tell you my story, but never thought I would get the chance. Well, Jessica, here we are. Here it goes. She's like, I regret it. She's actually already. I don't want this anymore. Please take it away from me. Let me get my beverage. Oh, tell the tell the audience what you're drinking, Christine. Um, a venti peach green tea with muddled strawberries. Yay! And I poured some cherry juice in it because it wasn't sweet enough for my liking. Uh. I'm going to tell you about two of the most horrendous experiences with sleep paralysis I've ever had. All right. Nobody asked for horrendous. I can confidently say that. I manifested it privately. I'm glad you caught on to that. 
Note, these are not in chronological order. I saved the more scary one for last. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you for that. Thanks. The first I will tell you about is one I like to call the rake, Mm-mm. which is extra creepy to me because I don't even I can't even make up a context for that. Yeah, it just sounds like something that shouldn't be scary, which is probably why it's so scary. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I have no idea where this is going. Usually if it's something called like the shadow man it's like okay i, I get it's it it's like the the witch who crawled at my stomach and then scratched my eyes out oh <laughs> right, i right. see where this is going but the rake i'm like are you Twist ending. gardening okay uh i like to call that it... does sound scary by the way <laughs> it does uh the rake due to the creature's striking resemblance to the creepypasta known as the rake oh so we're just dumb and not internet literate got it <clears throat> got it Oh, by the way, the rake is something I will look into for a future notice because I want to feel hip and with it, especially since we're doing this for the youths. Yeah, look, I'm wearing a young 90s retro shirt. Aren't I oh, cool? Oh, the youths don't know what that is. Teens. They don't know who Cynthia Listen, the is. the teens think the 90s are cool again, remember? Okay, teens, go back and ask your mom and dad what the Rugrats were, and then they'll tell you what this means. Okay. Um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, the rake. Okay, yeah. No, we're one <clears throat> line in. Good. Going strong. I'll attach a photo. Oh. To up the creep factor so you have a mental image of what it is I saw. Prefer not. Super duper. Um, I was lying in bed on my back with my head turned facing the wall. I looked to the corner of my room and saw a creature crouched there. Good. I wanted to scream, but no sound came out. Ugh, I always hate those fucking mm-hmm. dreams. Um, the creature was murmuring in a garbled, phlegm-filled voice. Oh, God. The kind of voice one gets when they desperately need to clear their throat. <sighs> Another thing That's I hate. sickening. <clears throat> Let's all clear our throats. I know, real quick. Now Em's like, wait. <laughs> sounds feel, like, sounds sounds a little bit like you, Em. I, I feel paranoid about it, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looked like it was holding its hands up to its mouth, but I wasn't sure as it had its back towards me. Oh. The creature stopped. It lifted its head. It turned its head slowly to face me, but it wasn't a fluid movement. The motion was choppy, Ugh. like the movement of the silent hill nurses or a poorly buffering video. This <laughs> sick. Like this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally, it faced me and licked its lips with a long forked tongue. Oh! After this, the creature turned the rest of its body to face me. The sounds of wet crackling as it moved filled my ears. It moved closer and closer to my bed until it was close enough that I could see moisture glistening off of its smooth body. It It locked its eyes onto mine for what felt like hours. I could feel the hostility radiating off the creature. It didn't want me to be alive. Uh, but then, in an instant, it was gone and I could move again. And that's apparently fucking it. What? <laughs> what? What the fuck just happened? That's the worst thing I've ever so uncomfortable. Truly ever. And heard. I got no emotional closure from okay, that. Okay, well, I stapled this. Is there a photo? Hang on. So, oh, oh, oh. the second one, okay. which apparently is worse, let's remember that. Yeah, okay. The second one I'll tell you about was my first ever experience with sleep paralysis, which happened about four years ago. I was lying on my back with my head facing sideways toward my wall. Mm. Side note, I never sleep on my back anymore. Well, after these two experiences, I Uh, don't even want my back. I always wake up on my back, which is, like, scary to me, because I'm like, I can't even control it. Like, I fall asleep on my side, and then I always wake up on my back. It's true. Like, if if you're unconscious... Like, how do you... Like, if you're bound to just end up on your back, there's no stopping this I guess you can do that thing that you do when people are drunk, and you you put a backpack on them so they don't throw... Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm just going to start. We're just going to sleep in our backpacks. Looking like I'm going to school. Um, looking like we're so excited for our first day of school tomorrow. <laughs> um, okay, facing sideways toward my wall. 
A tall, emaciated, pale, almost gray figure walked up to me. Incorrect. It was holding something, and it smiled at me, a grin I will never forget. It lifted the, its hand with something in it and quickly lowered it, smashing it into my face. Such so a punching you what? is what it sounds <laughs> yeah. like. It was then that I realized it was some sort of meat that it was holding. Oh, my God. So it's punching you with meat in its hand. Disgusting. Eat the meat first, man. I was going to say, this sounds like M's dream. <laughs> Just double fist and steak and mm -hmm. punching people. Yes, sounds like me. Mm -hmm. To this day, I do not dare question the origins of the meat. Why would you? Its smile grew impossibly wide. It cocked its head to the side, lifted one finger, and gestured with a come here motion. I wanted to bolt. I wanted to scream. I wanted to do anything but lie there paralyzed. The creature again lifted its meat-filled hand oh. and slammed it into my face. Oh, God! This time, as the meat whizzed out of my field of vision, the creature was gone and I could move. I've had many experiences with sleep paralysis. These were just the scariest. I hope you enjoyed these stories. I love the podcast. It keeps me going through my days of a boring desk job. Much love, Jess. P.S. I have another story. You don't have to include if I, but if I were to have. All right, let's move on. <laughs> if I were to ever be given the honor of being in a listener episode, as you are. What an honor. Regretfully to all of us. <laughs> uh, it did scare me enough, and I swear it took years off my life. Well, let's buckle up. My, fi my fiance at the time, now my ex. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, congratulations, or congratulations. We don't know. Uh, told me the story of a pale lady. Why well, would? Well, I wonder what. Now I don't know. Now I don't wonder why they're your ex. I guess <laughs> is the pale lady your ex? Wait yeah. a minute. Allegedly, once you hear the story of her, well, for, she will haunt you until you pass the curse onto someone else by telling them. You little demon, Jess. We look. We started. No, high. you know who did this? Eva. Eva. Eva got the story in our inbox and said, well, now you guys need it. <sighs> if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, Eva, you're fucking fired. God, I, this is awful. This is really terrible. She's trying to pass it on to us so she doesn't have the curse. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay, everyone watching this or listening to it, go t text your friend about this immediately so none of us We're are making it, we're putting the curse on you. By proxy, yes. Okay. So here's the, here's the story. <laughs> Great. Good luck. She will knock on your walls. Okay. And do a manner of unspeakable things. I don't know what that well, means. Immediately after telling me this story. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I fuck this up? Allegedly, probably. once you hear the story, she will haunt you until you pass the curse on to someone else by telling them she will knock on your walls and do a manner of unspeakable things. Well, immediately after telling me the story, I went to my room and I shit you not, I heard a knocking sound on the other side of my wall. I was immediately nauseated and my heart acted like I was doing some intense cardio. I thought, this is it. This is how I die. This does sound like intense cardio. Wow, that's really traumatic. If I see a ghost, I don't care if I'm standing still. It's the most <laughs> cardio I've ever done in my life. I mustered up all the courage I had to leave the room. It was then, upon entering the living room, I found my brother tapping his hand on the wall. Oh. And I could have killed him. So Yeah, I'm ready to kill him, too. I thought for sure it was the pale lady coming to take my life. I laugh now, but in the moment, I thought it was I was a goner. Anyways, thanks again for reading, and thank you so much for an awesome podcast. And attached our pictures of the rake. Okay, show me. The thing she saw in the bedroom. Okay. It looks oh. like a skeleton. <gasps> the, the top one. Oh, I know. It oh, looks like a... Sitting on your bed. You show them. A... Well, oh. green screen. Oh, that's true. I can put it in the green... Yeah. Eva, forward me the curse. For those of you who um, can't see this because you're listening to just the audio, 
uh, looks like a like a alien kind of like a skeleton and an alien mixed together sitting on a bed staring at you with, with like dark black holes for eyes and if it grins i think we're all gonna just expire on the spot absolutely my brain is just gonna melt into a puddle correct so thank you kind of jess jess what the f also that? please never write us again <laughs> also get out of our lives also good luck with your life uh, okay so i have one here this is from kim christine requested scary thank you kim Hello, Christine, M, Eva, and furry friends. Christine requested to hear about the scariest things that have happened. So last week, or last month, I requested, I forget, but at one point I mirrors. requested cowboy ghosts, then mirrors. I also requested doppelgangers, and now this, I'm just like, I have no control over myself, apparently. No, and we all know it, and we all like to exploit it. Exploit it, it yeah. Um, great. Christine requested to hear about the scariest things that have happened to listeners, and this is my poop your pants tale. Well, I can't wait. Sounds like that Disney movie. I can't wait to test that out. <laughs> <laughs> is this RJ? <laughs> this is actually from Kim. Thank you, Kim. Uh, she, her. Okay. Uh, this is a long story, so let's crack into it. My husband and I rented a lake house for a week on Devil's Lake. Well, that's your first mistake. Don't go um, anywhere with the word I devil in it feel like and we, then be surprised something happens. We could have told you not to do that. We would have told you to, to do it and then email us. So maybe you're just following our instructions. You knew us better than we knew ourselves. So you're beating us to the punch. Very good point. Uh, right outside of Lincoln City, Oregon. It was super cute and cheap, so it was perfect. We'd been there a few days with no incidents. Nothing even felt off. On the fourth day, my husband and I decided to leave our dog Clancy there so that we could drive 30 minutes away to have dinner. So leave your dog somewhere in a town called Devil Whatever for a half an hour. Okay. <laughs> Devil's Town. Satan's, Satan's home. Um, we were gone a couple hours, and when we got back, Clancy was going nuts, much like Gio is right now. So sorry about that. God He's like, why am I pooping my pants? He's like, something terrible is happening. Devil, this has become Devil's Lake. Okay. <clears throat> I just figured he had to go potty or something, so I took him outside while my husband, James, went inside. Clancy ran along the back windows and was hopping up and down to check on James. Aww. We finally went back inside, and he was still going crazy. His fur was raised, he was whining, and we had no idea why. About 20 minutes later, he's still not calm, but he's sitting with me on the couch at least. I asked James to do a perimeter check. Oh, that's fancy work there. <laughs> perimeter check, like like we're security guards. Like, M, do a perimeter check, and I'm like, cracks the door open. And slams it <laughs> like, shut. we're good. We're solid. We're clean. We're good. <laughs> okay, the perimeter is clear. <laughs> uh, because I don't, don't want to be murdered. Oh, what a novel idea. Who would? James goes outside, goes out the side door in the kitchen, and as he's shutting it, I see movement above it, which isn't possible because there are high vaulted ceilings. So I dismissed it. Second mistake. Now, before I go any further, let me describe the house. When you walk in the front door, you're in the living room, kitchen, and dining room. Pretty much all just big one, one big room. Uh, open concept, I think HD, HGTV calls it. Ooh, a spacious. Ooh, ooh, cozy, mm. open concept. Between the living room and kitchen is a little hallway. The door on the left goes to the kid room, bunk beds, toys, etc. The door in front of you is a bathroom, and the door on the right is the bedroom that we sleep in. We kept all the doors closed when we weren't using them. So now James is back from the perimeter check. Clancy and I are sitting on the sectional couch together. He's facing the hallway, staring at the left side door, which is where I think the kid's room is. I don't like that. And he is whining so hard. I ask James to look in the kid room because Clancy has an obvious issue with it. Do another perimeter check. Yeah, just perimeter check the kid room. As soon, and then don't come back. Mm. As soon as James even starts walking toward the door, Clancy is off the couch and at his heels. James opens the door and peeks inside. He immediately screams. Uh-oh. Clancy starts running backwards, and James slams the door shut. He tells me that when he looked inside the room, he could see a dark figure in a crouching position on the bottom bunk bed. He said it felt really dark and heavy in there. 
As he's telling me about this, we hear a crash on the table. We both look over there and watch as each dining chair gets shoved into the table. Then each of the vertical blinds starts swaying. Then this hanging chair that was bolted to the ceiling starts swaying back and forth. Then a lamp that was right in front of us turns off and the pull chain lifts up. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. At this point, I'm sobbing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm nervous laughing. I'm like, what do I do at this I point? I don't know how to turn what, back from this. What do you do except just drop dead I'm at that point? I'm glad you apparently made this request, not me, because um, I Oof, regret it. I hate this. It's 11 p.m. and we're both tired, but I am not staying in this house. And James finally agrees to leave. Can you believe he wanted to stay? No. The problem is we still have to clean it and pack our stuff before we can leave. James starts packing. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Actually, abandon it. A... Abandon it at all costs. Yes, very false. Or just make James do it. You and Clancy. <laughs> Another he seems... perimeter check. Right. He wants to stay and perimeter check it. Um, James starts packing. I start cleaning. I was doing the dishes and put a coffee pot in the dish strainer. It was all the way upside down and the strainer had barriers on the side. I watched the coffee pot roll out of the dish strainer and onto the counter until it was upright and spinning. Oh, good. Next, I had to get our stuff out of the bathroom. In order to get there, I had to walk by the room. I hear slowly, knock, knock, knock. No, you don't. We passed that curse on real quick to Kim. <laughs> it's that lady again. It actually time traveled. Fuck this. <laughs> we are out. We didn't clean everything, and I'm sure we left stuff behind, but I couldn't be in that house for another second. We had to drive over an hour back to our house. It took 30 minutes after driving away for Clancy to stop staring out of the rear window and for me to stop shaking. I did some research on Devil's Lake when we got home. Should have done it. Okay. Should have done it before. Should have, could have, would I guess. Apparently, the lake was known to take souls for itself. Was it? Is, at Devil's Lake, <sighs> it was? Okay. So people start sacrificing souls instead. Cool, 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 cool. That's <laughs> literally what it says. Color me shocked. And then a shrug emoji. Well, that's the story of the worst night of my life. Side note, when we got home and I let Clancy out to go potty, he was attacked by a raccoon. Oh, and you ended can't up catch a goddamn break. No, this dog. honey, and ended up at the vet hospital with stitches. Poor baby. Worst night ever. Anyway, thanks for always making me laugh while I'm scared shitless. Y'all are doing the Lord's work. Listen, we're Listen. done. You did the devil's work. I'm so. not going there anymore. Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank you for telling me all about a place what I now hell? never want to go to. She literally ended it with a wink face. Really? Wink back at you, Kim. Really? Good one. I like how pissed we are. I'm like, we did this. <laughs> like, fuck you, Kim. We've done all of this. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. Com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. 
Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant and cushions with easy assembly and disassembly. This is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, co-pilot with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burroughs Legacy seating collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And M and I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our Burrow sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right. Here's my next one. What's next? This is by Dez. Dez is a a sub... Why can't I think of it? Subject line is the super creepiest thing that happened to me. All right. So Dez is on board. Dez knows what's going on. Apparently. Dez says. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Dez says. Good one. Clever. 
Hey guys, I apologize in advance that this is long. I'm new to your podcast and love it. One of my coworkers has asked me to send in one of my stories, so here it is. I grew up being sensitive to people and places, experiencing everything from shadow people, visits from spirits when I'm sleeping, and even knowing stuff that will happen before it does, sometimes even death. Oh, no. Des, what an elevator pitch, because <laughs> I'm, I'm sucked in. Des says. Uh, that should be the name That's of your show. That's your podcast. Uh, Trademark. I'm from Rhode Island, but now live in Ohio. A-O-O-H. And before we moved out, um, out of state, a friend asked if I wanted to check out a few roads that are part of the Bridgewater Triangle. Okay. I like where this is going. Here we go. Topical. If you don't know what we're talking about, we just covered the Bridgewater Triangle That's probably a why the ago. coworker asked them to send this in. Oh, I see. That's connecting in my head maybe, now. Maybe, maybe. So, of course I said yes. We didn't. Oh, Gio's got something to so say. So sorry. We didn't tell anyone where we were going and headed off on a little adventure. On a little adventure. It had snowed the night before, just a dusting, you know. And you could still see it on the sides of the road. Okay, so you can still see snow going around. Got it. We made our way down a dirt road that is sandwiched between nothing but trees and to this day still have no clue how we found it. We kept driving down the road for quite a bit and then I heard a voice in my ear say stop huh? and then turn around. Oh. I told my friend what I heard and she agreed that we should head back home as my gut is not she normally like, wrong. She was like, that was me. I was telling you, please stop the car because I don't like it here anymore. Listen, if you have a friend whose gut feeling is always right, uh, yeah, yeah. no matter what the request is, just listen. Where do I find a friend like that? Well, not from it's me. not either of us. No. <laughs> I pulled my car to the side of the road so I could turn around. And once I put my car in reverse, one of my tires spun and I realized we were stuck. Oh, well. We both got out, examined the car, and I tried several times to get us free, but no luck. Nothing was working. Around this time, I started seeing shadows in the trees across the street, and I heard another voice that said, bad things. You need to leave now. Bad things? Oh, God. We searched my car for anything we could put under the tire to provide us with traction, but no luck. Oh, God. Out of frustration over the situation and the pit in, the, in my stomach due to the shadows, I said out loud, Grandpa, if you can hear me, I really need help, and I have to get out of here Aww. now. We decided to do one last walk around the car before hiking out of here, and right next to my stuck tire was a fucking pile of rock salt <gasps> in a neat little mound. No. Just totally manifested itself. Gramps. Needless to say, we used it, got the car free, and took off as fast as we could. The whole time I was driving, I could see things moving with us in the trees, and a voice kept saying, don't look back. Holy crap. Just when I thought we were safe and it was all over, a truck came out of nowhere and was heading right at us and wouldn't move. I yanked my car towards the side, but kept moving while it sped past us, almost hitting us. I was super pissed and went to look back at the truck for a plate, but there was no truck in sight. What? Which I did cover in the Bridgewater Triangle. A lot of people say there's a phantom truck. That's right. That will try to run you <gasps> off the road. And then when you turn back, it's not there. That's scary. Because it does run them off the road, huh? Mm -hmm. That's scary. Okay. I've had plenty other experiences and will be happy to share more another time. I look forward to the next show, Des. Yikes, dude. That one's wild. That really is, like, right based on your story that you told. Ooh, that one topic. gave me chills. I know. I, that one's creepy, dude. Thank you, Des. I also forgot to show off my Halloween socks. I saw those. Someone gave them to us in Salt Lake. Look at those bats. And I just found them in my purse. Oops. Oh, my goodness. You're a mess. I don't know. All right. Hold on. I need a sip of Me, too. Sip break. Ahem. <clears throat> Okay, so this is from Noah, um, and it's called The Scariest Thing That's Ever Happened to Me as Requested by Christine. Great. Super duper. Look what you're causing. Look what you've done. Mass hysteria. Em's going to love the first line. Hello, everyone, including Lemon. 
My name is Noah, and I've loved the show for a very long time. I was listening to the September listener episode where Christine asked for stories about the scariest things that had ever happened to us. I know it was probably a joke. It yeah, wasn't. It was, it was not. apparently a hilarious joke. It's it was gone, apparently a dire request. And we were the punchline. <laughs> I know it was probably a joke, but it actually reminded me of something. Great. I've had a lot of paranormal experiences, but surprisingly, the scariest thing is closer to true crime. Yay, finally. I think it's because after experiencing a few paranormal things, I've been sort of desensitized to it. Or at the very least, I've gotten less scared of it. Maybe I'll send one of those out someday, but they're kind of short. That's okay. We I like those do. too. Um, anyways, on to the actual story. By the way, quick side note. Uh, the last, a couple of weeks ago when we recorded, you left and I was home alone and someone was whistling, remember, outside my yes. house? And then someone tweeted at me, for someone who grew up next to a graveyard, you're awfully scared or something like that. And I was like, I'm, I'm about to get... Uh, who said that to my best friend? I'm about to get fucking wild. <laughs> hang on a second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. The camera's are on. The camera's on. The camera's hulking on. out. Hang on, no. hang on, hang on. And then I was like, I'm way more scared of alive people than dead people. And they were like... Which has been made clear in the show, by the way. Right. And they were like, okay. Like, alive people have guns. And they were like, touche. And I was like, dude, dead people... Like, growing up next to a cemetery does not phase me. But a person, a man in my yard whistling is a different story. So just putting it out there... I'm a more scaredy cat of real people than dead people. Okay. Da, 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 da. Anyways, this only happened two years ago. My pronouns are he, him, but I like to wear drag in public. Nothing too big. Perfect. I love you. I know. This is already great. No I, continue this. No, uh, nothing too big. Mostly just long wigs and cute skirts or dresses. That's right. I bet you look banging. Oh my God. You look already way better than I do on like my best days. <laughs> I just like a, a dress. Oh God. I was at the mall in a very nice outfit and had gotten a few compliments already. I had stopped in a store to browse the clearance rack when an older woman, maybe mid-50s to 60s, approached me. She also looked through the clothing for a while before turning to me and complimenting my skirt. I said thank you and went back to minding my business. After all, that was the end of our social interaction, or it would be if we were two normal strangers in public. Great. I don't like what that implies. <laughs> me neither. But instead, she kept making small talk with me. Oh, I hate this. As, like, someone who hates socializing? Uh, yes, I'm already, okay. like, I'm panicked. I'm thinking about it in a paranormal way, and you're just like, I have too much anxiety to carry on they small talk. already said this was true crime, so I don't know where you're getting paranormal from. I'm just assuming that this woman does not exist and is a ghost. I mean, they literally said, I, this is true crime. I, I don't care. might send a paranormal someday. It could be another joke. Okay. Um, da -da 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 -da. She kept making small talk with me, and I returned it. Mostly, it was just her asking about my outfit and wig and makeup. Eventually, she started picking out things and holding them up to me and insist I would look good in them and that I should try them on. I continued to comply, thinking she was just being friendly and or helpful. Then she grabbed my wrist and dragged me to the front counter. She threw the clothes she'd picked up onto the counter and asked the cashier to figure out what the discounted price of the items would be. The woman was rather rude the whole time and often tried to correct the cashier. Um, she even made her pull out a calculator at one point to make sure she was doing it right. Mm. I kept shooting looks at the cashier, hoping she would see how uncomfortable and sorry I was. I felt too awkward to just up and walk away. A part of me thought maybe she was just a kind but misguided older lady who wanted to do something nice. All of a sudden, she scooped up all of the clothes she had thrown down in one hand and grabbed my shoulders with the other. Well, my daughter and I aren't buying anything until we try them on. Oh, no. Okay. She just called you her daughter. I first of all. Yep. That there's we listen, if you're listening to us tell your story, we hear the love the multiple levels of how wrong that is, but we digress. Ugh. Carry on. Okay. Da -da 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 -da. 
I had been low-key panicking before, but now I was on the verge of a full-blown breakdown. The woman steered me and the cashier towards the dressing rooms, where the cashier asked for my name to put on the door. This freaked me out even more because now this woman knew where I was, a tiny room with only one entrance and exit and my name. Mm -hmm. I figured I could wait it out, pretend to put on the clothes and wait till she walked away to get out, but she just kept waiting. After a few minutes, she started knocking on the door and calling out my name, asking me to show her the outfit she'd picked out. Oh my God. I'm telling you, true crime is just as creepy. I was freaking out and I didn't know what to do besides comply with her request. This went on for maybe 20 minutes before I saw her feet walking away from under the door. Run. I quickly (laughs) gathered my things and bolted out of the dressing room and found the cashier who had taken us back there. I explained the woman didn't know me at all and I was only agreeing with her out of fear. Thankfully, the cashier ushered me into their break room and told all the employees the situation. Apparently, the woman had been in the store for a while before I had shown up, not really talking to anyone, but sort of stalking around other customers. Oh, God, I have chills already. The cashier had gotten weird vibes from watching us interact, and the looks I had been giving her really tipped her off. I spent nearly an hour in the break room before we got the all clear. According to other employees, the older woman wandered around the store, calling out my name and asking the employees if they had seen her daughter. She had briefly left only to come back with a much bigger, stronger looking man. Oh, (gasps) dear God. They had hung around for a long while before giving up and leaving. When the coast was finally clear, I made a quick purchase. <laughs> like how you're still shopping. Like, yeah. But this was a really important buy. Listen, this is on clearance. You won't get that chance Listen, again. Listen, this, <laughs> this warrants treat yourself. Exactly. I mean, truly. They should have given it to you for free, to be right, honest. Right. Um, I made a quick purchase, thanked the employees for looking after me, and all but ran down to my car and went home. Sex trafficking is a huge problem in my state. We actually have the second highest rate in the entire nation. Oh, I my was, God. I know. I'm like... I had a feeling. I was nearly 20 when this happened, but due to my height and perpetual baby face, I look like I'm a young high schooler. Mm. I have no doubt that if I hadn't spoken up or fought back, I could have ended up as just a part of that statistic. Wow. It also really freaked me out to think that the only reason she targeted me was because of my outfit and the fact that maybe she kept suggesting outfits to me. So if she had succeeded in taking me, she could make me wear something less recognizable. Mm. Oof. Wow. Anyway, sorry how long this email turned out being. Thank you, Eva, for reading through it. And if this ends up being read by Emma or Christine, thank you for taking the time to read it. I'm very excited to hear more spooky stories. <laughs> spooky, indeed. Spooky, holy crap, yeah. From you lovelies. And I'm so excited for the October listener episode. Fingers crossed it's something good for Halloween season. Thank you all again. Have a great day, Noah. Thank I'm you and you. sorry. I'm just saying, sometimes the real people are much scarier than dead people. Sometimes. Mm. I mean, that stuff is no joke and be careful out there that's harder to run from so well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know okay okay oh uh, wow thank you Noah. I'm thank gl- you i'm sorry. glad you're safe me too all right this is our last one or do you have another one after this mm-hmm. you have another one mm-hmm. okay so uh this is from page and page's uh title or subject line is can the ghost go trick-or-treating with us <laughs> no it, firm pass Absolutely on my, on my not. not an M's house <laughs> not my house so Paige says howdy Eva Christine M Geo Juniper and I'm sorry M Lemon yay thank you for the apology in advance <laughs> I started listening from episode one in October of 2018 and I'm now just caught up so what a better time oh than God. to leave a little spooky Halloween listener story it's your one year listenversary yay yay uh, I started listening oh no I already said that a few years ago my youngest sister was maybe four or five at the time uh, of these incidents began quite talking to herself in her bedroom goodbye little sister we're gonna just uh, anytime there's a goddamn little girl talking to herself in her bedroom just burn the whole damn house it should be a movie burn it down that m wants to see and not me and yeah 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 yep 
At first, my parents didn't think it was anything abnormal, as she was probably just having a vivid imagination during her playtime. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm just like, no. And here's my Jim Halpert look at the camera. <laughs> you you interpret however you want that. But one day, my sister was talking to herself in the bathroom. Oh, God. Uh-oh, location change. My, <laughs> <Scene> change. <laughs> my stepmom started laughing and asked her, who were you talking to? Oh, that's the poor stuff. How hilarious. To which my sister replied, seeing, seeming annoyed, my friend. Uh, just duh. ship Step the kid mom. off and burn the house down. Just m- get yeah. away from that entire story plot. The stepmom asked, what friend? My sister rolled her eyes and pointed towards an empty corner and said, yeah. her. It's always a corner. My stepmom decided not to ask questions anymore and slowly back away. She mm. Actually, that I, I added that part. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Decided not to ask questions anymore for quite a while, as this understandably creeped her out. Mm-hmm. And probably then backed away. Uh-huh. You were probably right. A few weeks later, my dad went to sit by my sister on the couch, and she screamed at the top of her lungs with a look of horror on her face. When my dad asked what was wrong, she said, what? You sat on my friend? Why are you sitting on her? <laughs> You're sitting on my friend. I mean, I used to do that, too. I feel like kids do that. But let's see where Horrific. this goes. Let's see where this goes. It all seemed very innocent at first. Uh, whenever my parents and sister would leave to go someplace, my sister would be irritated that my friend couldn't go with her. No. When they looked for costumes for Halloween, my sweet, thoughtful baby sister begged for them to get her friend a costume, saying she needed something to wear, too. Oh. That every kid did. And when they Aww. went to leave for trick-or-treating, she asked if her friend could go with them. She told my parents she would even split her candy with her friend. Oh, Wow. That should say that's, something. That's when you're, I know, that's There's when you know something's going on. There's an emotional bond happening. Yeah. Yep. My parents then told her that the little girl wasn't allowed to go anywhere with them outside of the house, to which my sister replied, but she's gone with us before. Oh, <laughs> no thanks. And that is when I just emancipate from the family. <laughs> you're like, I put everyone up for adoption. I put myself <laughs> up for adoption. I'm giving myself away here. <laughs> uh, the imaginary friend shenanigans continued for a while until one day my sister hid under the kitchen table sobbing and screaming. She told my parents, she's creepy, she oh. doesn't have a face, and <gasps> I don't like her anymore. Oh, no. She wasn't a little girl. She was never a little girl. Never I... trust the imaginary little girl. I... It's always the damn devil. I'll tell you what. God damn it. Uh, after this, there were no more imaginary friend incidents. At least, by the way, they had a clean break. I feel like as a demon, you could be a lot messier in she that just, breakup. She like, just, forgot to wear her face one day and was like, damn it, I ruined it. So me being the nosy person I am, I asked my sister, do you ever see your imaginary friend anymore? What was she like? And my sister only said, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. I hope you enjoyed this spoopy story. I have a few more involving uh, how I was finally converted to a believer of the paranormal and a few more crime stories to send in, which I can't wait to share. I love your show, even the whale sounds. Thank you. And I hope to see you in Arkansas someday. Uh, Best spooky and crime-related wishes, Paige. Thank you, Paige. Ooh, can she go trick-or-treating with us? The demon with no face. But she's gone somewhere with us before, which means, by the way, the devil can leave your house. Like, if you've got demons or poltergeists, it's not contained to your home. It's usually attached to you. So wherever you go, it's Or your five-year-old daughter. Or your five-year-old daughter. That's more likely. Yikes. Okay. And she didn't even ask her parents' permission before. She just was like, oh. It was so ingrained and, like, infected in the family. She just came along to Target. All right. Is this the last one? It sure is. Okay. My Halloween ghost... Okay. This is from Morgan. Sorry. Thank you, Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Subject is my Halloween ghost from a Ouija board. October listener story per Christine's request. Morgan. Hello, Lemon. 
<laughs> it did not just say only lemon. No, it doesn't. Okay. I just wanted a dramatic pause for you to react. It worked. I love a good dramatic pause. <laughs> Hello, Lemon, Geo, Juniper, Funkel M, Christine, and Eva. Funkel M. I, I like know. when people call me Funkel See, M. Morgan got you back. Okay, Morgan. My name is Morgan, and boy, do I have a listener story for you. I was listening to September's listener story, and Christine asked for a spooky Halloween story, and I think I have one that will satisfy that cup of tea. Oh, mm. we're drinking tea right now. We are. Love a good tea. I want to give a little backstory to this before I jump on in. I'm a senior in college, and this happened during my freshman year in 2015 on Halloween night, so it's been like four years going on five this upcoming October. Now that you know that, let's jump on in. Let's do it. Morgan, you're a good storyteller. I like this. You're really setting the scene you for us. You are. As most college kids do, I decided to dress up for Halloween and go to a frat party with my best friend at the time. Woohoo! Let's call her Tina. Okay. Tina was dating a frat boy in this particular fraternity, and while we had a few drinks, go team wine, I'm 1,000% sure that I was competent enough to remember what happened. I believe you. I do too. A few hours into the party, Tina pulled me up the stairs leading from the basement to the main floor where there, where there was Tina's boyfriend, my boyfriend at the time, and two others that I didn't know. They told me to follow them upstairs, and since I trusted Tina and my ex, Tristan, I followed. In the attic, there was a coffee table with a Ouija board in the middle of it. Since I had a few drinks in me, and since my university had a graveyard in the middle of it, I thought it would be fun! Exclamation point. <laughs> Morgan, you lost me Morgan, <laughs> you're... You had me, and then you lost me. You had me the whole time And with... then you had me, and then you threw me to the walls. <laughs> you had me with lemon and team wine. Okay. Uh, and Ouija board... We did the whole thing with the Ouija board, and we interacted with a girl named Catherine. It is interesting to note that 58 years before this, there was a murder on my college campus, and the girl who died was named Catherine. Nope. I did not know this at the time. Oh, Aye. that makes it more fun. I didn't find out about, about this until later. Anyway, she told us she was 19, she was from the surrounding area, and that she was there to protect. But when we asked her who or what she was protecting, she only gave us the letters MLH, unknown at the time, to everyone else but me. My initials are MLH. <gasps> Uh-oh. I was like, no way, not possible, and just brushed it off. After the Ouija board, I forgot about what happened and moved on with my life. Until I got super sick a few weeks later. I was absolutely miserable. I couldn't eat. I couldn't even leave my bed to go to class. One night, I woke up to a girl hovering over me, checking my temperature. <laughs> Adorable, oh, and yet I don't and want terrible. it anymore. <laughs> terrible at the same time. I'm, I'm checking in and signing off all at once. Yep. M has left the building. Uh, leave our husks behind. I remember <laughs> she was... I feel like that's so relevant in every single story we read. Yes. I remember she was wearing a long skirt and a striped shirt. Her hair was neatly pulled back, and she was very nice. When she realized I was awake, she calmly g gave me my antibiotic with a glass of water and said, Shh, it's okay. Go back to sleep. And I did. I just figured it was my roommate, and I fell back asleep. When I woke up, I realized I didn't have a roommate. <laughs> Wait, what? Whatever medicine you're on, I, <laughs> I want know, some. Me too. Give me a shot. Oh my god, talk about fever dream. <laughs> I lived in a single person dorm, but the lady made me feel calm and I wasn't afraid. I figured I had just dreamed it. It wasn't until I saw the plaque outside the student center that was placed there in her memory that I realized who it was. The dream I had was Catherine checking my temperature and taking care of me. After that, I did all the research on her I could, which I didn't find out much about her. I didn't see her again until a year later on Halloween, but I will get to that. I always felt that she was around, looking out for me. She would flicker the light outside my dorm room door when I was supposed to be studying. That, li <laughs> that light was changed ten times and rewired, but no matter what, it would always flicker when I was supposed to be doing something that I wasn't. 
I would see her silhouette in dark corners while I was walking home at night from work or from a party, and things that I lost would mysteriously show up when I needed them. The next Halloween was when I saw her again. I already have chills. I don't even know what's going to happen. I was getting ready for a party when I walked out into my dorm hallway to run across the hall and see if my friend had eyeliner. But when... <laughs> oh, we would have been pals. But when I opened my <laughs> door... Like, yeah, here, let me show you how to do it on my top and bottom line. <laughs> and my ghost is here, too. <laughs> <laughs> but when I opened my door, she was standing across the threshold of the door, smiling at me. No. When I blinked, she was gone. No. I don't know why, but I feel as though she's watching out for me and keeping me safe. I've seen her ghost every year following, and I hope that I will see her this year as well. Hi. So she, now that you don't even, she doesn't even live on campus anymore and hoping that this relationship yeah, with presumably. the ghost continues. Oh, my word. Oh my. I wonder why this, why the person who wrote this in it got selected by Catherine of all people. I wonder, too. I wonder if it was before the Ouija board that it was already happening or if, like, the Ouija yeah. board was, like, the connection, you know? Huh. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I have seen her ghost every year following, and I hope I will see her this year as well. It's kind of reassuring knowing that she's there. Every year on Halloween, I go out to her grave and place a bouquet of flowers there for her. That's precious. That's really sweet. It's Definitely a, you know, coddling that relationship so it doesn't <laughs> yeah. turn bad yeah, all of a sudden. exactly. So she didn't lose her face and right. then, like, turn into a demon. <laughs> so you're, like, hiding under a table screaming. <laughs> oh, my God. Can she come trick-or-treating? <laughs> Ooh. Oh. I didn't like that. It's my way of saying thank you to Catherine. It's my last year in college, and I feel as though this will be my last year with Catherine. Oh, so maybe she is attached to the campus. I hope you enjoyed this story. I'm sorry it's so long. It's not necessarily scary, more of a happy ghost story. Happy Halloween. Wow. Morgan. Morgan. What a ride oh, that was. What in the world? Wow. <sighs> well, we, we went from, like, sleep demon to, like, and my friend's a ghost, by the way. It slowly woke us up. Got yeah. us ready. Yep. For what? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Um, well, we did it. We did it. And yes. you did it. You experienced all of that, all of you. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of what I request should request. I requested doppelgangers. I think a lot of people sent those in. Maybe we'll try to do that next month. Have we done a doppelganger story? No. Okay. Doppelgangers. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> he was like, do we have to do everything you say? <laughs> um, no, actually you don't. You can do whatever, because by next month I won't remember this conversation that we're having. Exactly. She's so. going to think we brought up, like, dinosaurs <laughs> or something, so. That's also a good one. If you have one of those, If you it. somehow have a ghost dinosaur following you around, please let us know. Oof. Um, fun. Well, I guess other than that, if you uh, think that you want to send in one of your own personal stories, you can send it to and That's why we drink at gmail.com preferably you write it in the subject line so it's easier to find um and i guess that's that's it really eva's like the champion of this type of episode so we have her to thank yeah anyway thanks for listening and or watching happy spooky season happy halloween we have a couple of regular episodes before halloween so we're not like fully there yet episode wise but But happy october happy spooky spooky my favorite month of the year spooky ooky tis the season tis the season and that's why we drink. Ooh. Let's try to make it spookier. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.